I am Giuseppe. Hi, I'm Anthony, and this is For the Love of Sophia, a philosophy podcast brought to you by the Public Philosophy Project. If you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, please follow us on Twitter. Enjoy the ride. talking last time about consciousness and the implications of learning that other living things are conscious. And Giuseppe had mentioned at the end of the last episode this zombie thing that Chalmers Mm -hmm. talks about. So the idea is that Chalmers has this set of arguments um, that are intended to disprove physicalism or to disprove this idea that everything which exists is only physical. Um, And he says you need to do this by means of logic. So you conceive of all these different possibilities, and if the possibilities uh, in abstraction refute physicalism, like, that's good enough. Mm -hmm. Um, Because according to him, he thinks that physicalism... Which is already a non-physicalist argument, right? Right. right. I guess, yeah, I guess so, like, he acknowledges the possibility. He says that if you're a physicalist, you believe that everything supervenes on this fancy term, on the physical. Um, and supervenience is really hard to explain. It's, it's something like dependence, but it's not quite like that. Anyway, um, one of his arguments is called the logical possibility of zombies. Yes. And so he appeals to this concept of zombies, and he doesn't mean like the George Romero zombie, eat your head off. Uh, and he mentions that in the book yeah. right, in detail. And so he's talking about creatures that are identical to us in every way physically, like atom for atom. However, they lack qualia. They don't have that phenomenal aspect of mind, right? There's nothing it's like to be a zombie. And so he says, all right. Imagine yourself, imagine what it's like to be you, and now imagine there's something physically identical to you, but that doesn't have that what it's like to be. And you say, okay, and he says, exactly. <laughs> Therefore, physicalism is false. Yes. And so he says, if physicalism was true, you wouldn't be able to imagine um, two sets of physical properties that were identical yet different with respect to their properties regarding consciousness. And because you can imagine um, identical sets of physical facts with different facts pertaining to consciousness, it must be that consciousness isn't already contained in the physical. So it's sort of thinking of making a replica of yourself, right? Yeah. That works and moves and speaks even yes. the same way you do, but is lacking this qualia stuff there's experiences right is mm-hmm. listening and enjoying beethoven just like you do mm-hmm. but he doesn't get this qualitative experiences that you get right yeah he says you're looking at the window you both see the tree you know you're eating a piece of chocolate you both have quote-unquote taste but what he says is so you'll both have the psychological or the functional sensations or in other words when you both bite into the chocolate 
you'll both have these receptors in your tongues, sending signals to blah, 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 going up your spine and going into your brain, right? You'll both have that. The difference is that will feel like something for you. It will not feel like that for the zombie. And they may act like it does, but basically they're just a computer acting as if they were conscious. It is like a parrot talking, right? Yeah, like a qualitative parrot. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like he's, he's not really talking, it's just repeating stuff. He's right, acting yeah. like he's talking, but he's not talking. It's just Yeah. Oh, it's it's like the Chinese room. Exactly. It's yeah, like, do you want to... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay, please. so the Chinese room is this thought experiment by John Searle where he says you put someone in a room and you don't know that what is it he says something like you don't know if so he's supposed to there is some there's something in the room and he puts questions i think into this slit in the room and then he gets answers back and he That's doesn't right. know he doesn't know if inside there is a person, a person or, or just the room or speaking or just the computer pretty much yeah well okay right right okay so the, the chinese room thought experiment is you have someone that's sitting in a room and they don't speak Chinese but they have a set of instructions of outputs to give based on inputs they receive exactly so you have this person outside the room feeding the person in the room some sentence in Chinese and so the person in the room looks at it and just looks at this book that says oh if it's these symbols then output these symbols and outputs those symbols Now the person outside of the room doesn't know that there's a person inside that room, right? Mm -hmm. Or well they know it's a person, but they don't know if they really speak Chinese or not. Exactly. And so to the person on the outside, it really looks like the person in the room speaks Chinese, perfect Chinese. But he doesn't. But, but he doesn't. Mm -hmm. Right? And so the idea is if we could distinguish between following a set of instructions. Yes versus actually speaking the language exactly then that's kind of similar exactly right because you know you speak italian right? i do ciao <laughs> <laughs> the computer does not speak italian so if the computer were to give me an italian response i would say oh well the computer doesn't actually speak it it's just giving me a series of outputs based on instructions exactly and yet we don't say that's what's happening when you speak. Exactly. Well, it should be different, right? And, yeah. And the, the difference is qualitative, probably, yeah. right? So it is It is very similar. It should be at least similar. Um, the problem is, if you... And here it comes, like, the, the, the materialists, right? They're, they are... It's funny, because in from this respect, I think we're still, when we talk about the mind and consciousness, we haven't outgrew, outgrown uh, behaviorism. We haven't outgrown. Mm. We're still Skinner there, right? Yeah. What I see is what it is, right? That's there it. is nothing else. There's no depth. There's no inside. There's no inner stuff. Yeah. And I think that that is the issue. Yeah. While somebody like Chalmers is saying, no, there is something more mm -hmm. that you cannot necessarily, you know, quantify and see through behavior because behaviors might be similar, might be the same, exactly mm -hmm. the same. Again, mm -hmm. the computer can speak. The parrots can speak right mm -hmm. but they don't they, they don't do it the way we do yeah and we can detect music me and and the mic detect sound the same way but the microphone has no 
consciousness. Yeah, and Skinner goes pretty extreme, right? So he yeah. not only does he say there's no inside, there's no self, right? There's no thing mm-hmm. extra uh, from the behavior. He says it's crazy to believe that there is. Exactly. He thinks it's a myth. And exactly. we, we bestow this magical quality on it. And it's funny because when it comes to language, then there's somebody called, called Noam Chomsky that comes in and kind of show us how ridiculous mm. this idea is when it comes to language. We don't need to get into this. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if we are waiting for the mind Chomsky guy, right? From somebody able to mm. explicitly show us how ridiculous is this idea of believing that there is no such thing as yeah. this inner thing. Because Chalmers is still just, you know, he's respected, but he's still all that yeah, it's, it's guy. Yeah, still kind of the, the weird uh, dude yeah. there, right? But I'm wondering if, and he's probably the one that started the conversation, I'm wondering when and if somebody's going to come and show us this thing. And... Uh, to go back to the zombie proper stuff, mm-hmm. right? This idea of this replica. Um, I wondered, and some critics will say, "Then, well, but if they behave the same, what's the difference? Yeah. And, and some critics will also say, well, just because I can imagine it doesn't mean it's true. Yes, because I can imagine of an island in the middle of the Atlantic right, that right. doesn't exist, right? Which is an old thing, at least as old as Kant, right? But I think his point is not... I can imagine zombies, therefore they exist. It's, I can imagine two beings having identical physical properties, but different consciousness properties. Yes. Therefore, physicalism is false, because it says you can't do that. Not only that, I think that we also need to distinguish, because when we talk about imagining stuff, right, we immediately go to the common use of the word imagining, right? right. So I'm imagining something, I'm imagining a unicorn, then the unicorn is possible. Yeah. Might be, I don't know. Uh, but what he's, he's still thinking about logical imagination, to put it this way. Right. So it's still grounded within logic. Yes. It's still rational. It's not imagination. Because sometimes when we use the term imagination, we think of something that's... Something silly, yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. So while he's saying that it's logical, and I... So... And it is logical to think that it is. You can imagine, logically imagine something like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I... I find that... I find it reasonable to... Yeah. to, to to think that he might be right. He might be... Again, I don't know with certainty. I know... I think I know with certainty that I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have qualitative experiences. Um, That's always it, right? I know that I do. But then again, uh, I mean, to, to play devil's advocate here, and I remember him talking about this in the book, um, there's also the possibility what would the uh, zombie mm-hmm. would the zombie think he does have qualitative experiences can you and this is another probably another, yeah. another issue there yeah. is it possible that you have uh, to borrow a term from a different guy Hegel a false consciousness a false <laughs> sense of consciousness right Yeah. can you be thinking that you're conscious and then you're not yeah I feel like Dennett says something about this too I don't know exactly what the argument is, but I don't know. That's a good question. Could could you be falsely... Could, I would say no. I would say no, and I think that's the Descartes in me. And I like Descartes more than other people. Yes. <laughs> um, because not only can you not be mistaken, but there's nothing that's more evident 
than your own thinking. So you would think that it's self-evident that you, if you have consciousness, you know you have it. It's self-evident. And the reason why it's hard for us to know this about other people is because I can't access yours. Mm. So you're going to be mistaken about having it. Yes. But you can obviously be mistaken about not having it. Ooh, that's interesting. I don't know. Because that's, Maybe. that's what we're saying. At the end of the day, we're saying that, yeah. what, that those, all those materialists, they were saying there's no such thing, right? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so if, if materialism is false, then it would be because they're mistaken about not having it. Right. Okay, yeah, I get that. And I'm also thinking, can you be conscious? And this is a question you asked last episode, but can you be conscious and not knowing that you're conscious? Mm. And would that be consciousness? Exactly. Because that's, that's the fetus, that's the embryo, that's, this is it, right? We're assuming that they're not aware that those beings... Mm -hmm. I don't know, and, and I'm also thinking of this other argument he brings up to try and help him, which he calls the inverted spectrum argument. Okay. And this is that, the, you know, the little kid question that you always talk about. You know, you say this is green, I say this is green. I think I even mentioned this in the, the first episode. Uh, how do we know that we're actually experiencing the same sensation? Because all it tells us when we both say it's green is that we've categorized it in the same way. That we have the same label for it, right? Yeah, because it's totally conceivable that you are experiencing the world in terms of color in a way that's completely opposite of the way I'm experiencing color. But it just so happens that our labels and categories match up. Yes. And so Chalmers' point is like, well, if physicalism was true, that couldn't be the case because you couldn't even conceive of that happening because we have identical uh, optic systems for the most part. Absolutely. So that's a good argument, right? The fact that we can even think of that, mm -hmm. that should give us the ability, to, the possibility of... But then again, critics would say, well, because there's people are colorblind, right? Yeah. So we have seen a mismatch mm -hmm. in a part of this, so we can now theorize, we can generalize this into... That's true. ...into being like a, a larger thing. But I find it at least puzzling, as you were saying before, that, um, that some people will just not yeah. take in consideration, at least take in consideration this. It is really puzzling. I think that's what it is. It's, you know, I can't be... <sighs> 110% certain that everything we're saying about consciousness is the case. But I do think it's a little naive to pretend like there's not even this possibility. I think it deserves more respect, exactly. Yeah. And it deserves, because again, one of the things that we said, I believe in the first episode of the series on consciousness, I mean, not considering the possibility of this mm -hmm. means that we will never explore it. Right. That we will never devote resources into this. Because me and you were talking about this. There's this guy Chalmers, and there's I'm sure there's plenty of people like me and you that are interested in these things. But we all know that if you try to publish something in editing this stuff, mm -hmm. we will get a letter of rejection that's like, I don't know, just, just a line saying you are crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's it. Um, it's just problematic mm -hmm. because if there is no publications, then nobody's gonna find you to do this research and mm -hmm. and less jobs and less jobs and no people. There's not gonna be anybody that will eventually 
uh, spend time thinking more about these things. It's like you know, it's it's a dog that tries to bite his own his own tail, yeah. right? He spins in circles and in circles. And imagine again. Imagine that somehow we thought it was silly, crazy, and crazy thinking that. You know, there's this thing called diabetes, mm -hmm. that there can be sugar in your blood, excess sugar, that your pancreas will not work. And if I keep telling you, you're crazy, there's no such thing. There's no such thing. Not just you, but everyone that tries to do that, mm -hmm. will have no funding of this sort of research. Mm -hmm. And we will never think about this. Forget about a cure, forget about everything, and we will be missing a whole bunch of explanation. Yeah. They're vital to certain people. And maybe we're missing all vital aspects of our all vital aspect of our life just by denying ourselves from this. Yeah, and it's not even like we're saying what if, and that's it. It's just purely hypothetical. It's like what if, and hey, there's some logical arguments for exactly. this thing. Exactly. And it's funny that within philosophy, there are these taboos, because it it seems like that's kind of anti-philosophical yes right it's like you to see an argument that has some kind of logical structure and to be like mm -mm, but no that's crazy yeah yeah it's and there's more than one mm. there's more than one the consciousness is one mm -hmm. um let's think let's think of other stuff there is this all idea that nowadays that you that it might be an objective moral truth mm -hmm. that's also crazy it goes mm -hmm. in the other direction right this mm -hmm. has to be subjective that can yeah. never be scientific right yeah um this this absolute distinction um it's, it's another thing that's very puzzling to me I, yeah. wh why can we even think of that right mm -hmm. not that i believe that there is but but why not but right? why not explore that and similarly i'm partial to the topic of self mm -hmm. which is similar to consciousness but distinct and i know that's an area where do we disagree we, a little we bit. find disagreement which maybe we could do that in the future yes who knows uh, that's that's another one right and uh, but i think that i'm on the side of the crazy one on that right because i'm the one oh, are you i thought i was okay <laughs> both of us that's good um but i this this idea of, of self is another one worth exploring i i believe and it's mm -hmm. but again even whatever side of the argument you're in I will never say that you're crazy unless you start mm -hmm. telling me super really strange things, which I don't think you are. Right, right. Uh, but yes. So um, I think that's it for, I for, think that's for, good. for consciousness. I think we can wrap this up. All right. And we'll talk to you next time. That's it. Thank you. Mm -hmm.